for our SMME talk today. We're catching up with the Black Business Federation. Robert Ndlela is the Secretary General of that federation. Robert, good morning and thank you for your time today. Uh, good morning to you, Kitty, and uh, our listeners at large. Let's begin with talking about what the Black Business Federation actually does. Well, uh, Kitty, uh, Black Business Federation is a federation of different uh, small, uh, normally uh, local-based business organizations, uh, which are, which focus on on a number of you know on different sectors. Mm-hmm. So then, this federation is their umbrella body. That loop is on their behalf that engage different stakeholders, be it private sector, government, and other stakeholders on their behalf, but most importantly also that put together plans and strategies, you know, which can assist their businesses to thrive. So basically, that's what a Black Business Federation does. So, Robert, we've had some time now to be able to uh, take a step back and and fully look at the losses and the impact of the unrest that we saw in July. From the work that your own federation is doing, how would you say that that violence affected black business? And I know that it's not just black businesses, uh, you know, in general that were affected. Yes, no, no, thanks, Katie. Uh, no, no, the point is very important because, I mean, I must say that it has taken us, say, about 10, step, uh, 10 steps backward, given, I mean, the fact that at least we had started to see some sort of green shoots, you know, in terms of the work uh, of uh, uh, small businesses in general and black businesses in, in particular. So, I mean, uh, if you look at it now, as I'm speaking to you, I, I had a meeting this morning with about 10 different business people whom were saying to me, look, uh, SG, as much as we would have wanted to reopen, but unfortunately due to the loss that we have suffered, we are thinking of closing indefinitely. I mean, seemingly there's no amount of intervention that can be made which can assist to salvage the situation. That is the kind of challenge we are facing. But in addition to that, uh, on the 23rd of this month, which is September, uh, there is a new shopping center that is opening in Deren. What is happening here is uh, one of our members, he, he runs a chain of uh, restaurants. He's opening uh, two different branches there, sorry, two different shops mm-hmm. in this shopping mall. Guess what? Instead of adding more 32 new jobs into economy, people who work for the same guy in other areas within the province of KwaZulu Natal will have to be moved to work in this new in this new uh, uh, shop. So basically, what is happening then? It means instead of us making a progress in terms of growing businesses and creating more jobs, now we have to also work backwards to recover the lost ground. Why do you think that black businesses have been disproportionately affected um, by, by, the, by the violence and the looting that we saw? Uh, well, one of the challenges that a black business at large, uh, more especially in the informal sector, uh, the majority of them are not compliant. You'll find out that they are not registered. You'll find that they are not they are not even insured. You know they are mm-hmm. unlike other businesses whereby which are registered, they are insured by different uh, uh, providers. Which means when times like this come, those those businesses they know where to go to lodge their I mean 
to launch uh, their claims so that they can be able to rebuild their businesses. That is one. But two, the lack of support, uh, Katie, uh, towards uh, black business in general is one of the biggest challenges. Unlike, you, you know, your normal uh, corporate uh, businesses, at times we'll find out that if if one branch or one section of business is not doing well, mm. uh, but the other sections of business will be able to carry the cost of the other business until the other section of business as well is is able to go back and stand on its own. Whereas uh, in our case as a small business, usually that is not the case. But also, Casey, the issue of business management, we cannot, you know, shy away from this. We still we still need to do more in terms of upskilling our people in terms of how successfully should they run and manage their businesses. Where possible, how do we employ a person with necessary expertise and skills or experience in terms of running businesses? So there is a whole range of issues around business management that we also need to look at. Where possible, again, we need interventions in terms of formalizing our businesses so that we are able as well to benefit from the whole range of different schemes that exist, which can by far uh, or rather which can to a larger extent help you know to save these businesses so that is among other issues mm. and, and the reasons that call that usually cause the fail and the struggle to a number of uh, black businesses what about the support that was promised to businesses to help them to recover to help them rebuild what they had uh again Kate, you see sometimes i so wish if if our government in the main can develop a, a broader, you know, ear to, ear to listen and also can have more appetite to consult and engage the affected people. Because usually, uh, I mean, our good government uh, leaders, they will come with uh, tailor-made solutions to say, here's the problem, this is what we're throwing to you, which is always welcome. But how do we then design something that will be responsive to the, to the issue at hand? What do I mean by this? Usually, I mean... Uh, the requirements to start with sometimes they do uh, it's something that these business do not meet one of the requirements uh, Katie, is the issue of audited financial statements mm. how do we then build because unfortunately we do not make effort to build capacity of, of these businesses while we still have to, while we still have time and under normal circumstances only during these times when we go back to them we want to use the very same tools and instruments that we we'll use to any other business, only to find out that this business one, they do not have audited, they don't have audited financial statements. I mean, some of the necessary documents, some of the statutory documents and, and compliances are not in place. So as a mm. result, you'll find out that it's only the few uh, businesses that are able to benefit. So by this, I cannot only say we shall uh, just squarely lay the blame on, on government. Governments, uh, they have a role to play, but in addition to that, my point of developing these businesses and building capacity then uh, comes into the frame. So that is one of the challenges and cases that we are facing, which means now, if there, if there are still uh, resources that are available, let us look at the kind of business that, the businesses that are affected and see how best can they be helped. I mean, to a certain extent, cases that sometimes we might not even consider giving them cash. Let's see what is it that they need, you know. If they need equipment, if maybe we need to rebuild some of their structures, you need to buy them the raw material, we can even look at that 
while on the other hand we work with them to build their capacity so that moving into moving into the future we do not find ourselves in a similar position so robert are you saying that part of the challenge when it comes to assisting the uh, black businesses that have been affected is that oftentimes w- what they are saying to you about their businesses and what they are doing you you are unable to match that up with any kind of inventory or even financial statements because there are just no records absolutely Casey. that is the case to i mean to a greater extent mm. while you will find those who who meet all necessary requirements and for those it's then easy you know for them to be assisted but unfortunately it's not a very good number of businesses that are like that So what does that mean for those who need assistance because of course you know they've been operating in those communities um and 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 they well could have been doing a, a decent job in as far as you know making some kind of revenues concerned employing a number of people is concerned so what do you do now Okay what is happening now Kizi I must commend some other some other private businesses which have decided to partner with the Black Business Federation for instance to assist some of these affected businesses because as much as they understand that they do not have all necessary you know documentation and all that but they still disregard that and say by the way anyway because you guys were successfully operating before this then that has assisted you to rebuild so i would then say for now just specifically for the situation that we are finding ourselves uh, in that is a approach as well that needs to be taken by government and and, and others who have resources that can uh, i mean that, that can place at its at the disposal of uh, businesses which are in need of that kind of intervention right now mm. so are there specific places where people can go for for for, for this kind of support yes Yes, Kathy. Uh, like the Department of uh, Small Business Development, I do know that they are they they have a, they have a program uh, like that. Some different municipalities. Maybe let me talk about uh, Etigoni Municipality. I do know that they are running that kind of a program. I also do know that uh, the provincial uh, economic development in Guazulu Natal is doing the same. I will then assume that other provinces as well are more or less doing the kind of uh, same thing. But Casey, what we are also doing as a Black Business Federation, because our 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 view is that as much as government can do. Uh, or rather, as much as government have a role to play but equally so us as well as uh, these business organizations we do also have a role to play so what we are then now doing we are putting together what we call entrepreneurship for jobs initiative mm. through which we seek to uh, we seek to assist businesses which got affected by the recent looting uh, which were affected by the covid-19 but most importantly now understanding the skyrocketing unemployment rate in South Africa who are now mobilizing entrepreneurs in general to see whoever that is able to establish something to create something that can create new jobs let's come together then what we're going to be doing we're going to be engaging different stakeholders including government and private sector i shall also say kids that already on board we do have a couple a couple number of independent uh, businesses which are already to say look uh, which are already saying look guys the initiative is great we are more than keen to partner with you 
which means Katie, now uh, a good number of small businesses will be able to come forward and say, this is the idea we have, this is the kind of a program we are running, what sort of support can we get? Then from there, we'll be able to match them with the relevant you know, uh, stakeholders. From there, we'll be able to run something. By so doing, it, we'll be not only reviving businesses that have been affected by the looting and COVID, but also new businesses will come into the fray and start creating more jobs that we are desperately in need of mm. as a country. So so can can small businesses that have been impacted, can they reach out to you as the Black Business Federation to put them in touch with the relevant structures that can assist them in this moment? Absolutely, Katie. Absolutely. They can definitely do that. How? Please give us some of the details. All right. So what is happening for now? Again, you see, I mean, due to the impact of the COVID itself, we ended up uh, uh, pausing our, or, or rather, we ended up closing our offices in Deden, uh, of which we are planning to reopen in November. Thanks God, now that we are at level two, we are able to go back to the office. So they can they can follow us on our Facebook page, which is a, a Federation for Radical, uh, sorry, a Black Business Federation, just a, 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 a Black Business Federation. They will find us there. That is our Facebook page. Same thing as well with our Twitter account. They can get there. They leave their contact details from there. Uh, our team will be able to lease with them. Uh, and then as soon as our program that I was talking about, Entrepreneurship for Jobs Initiative starts, then we'll be able to contact them and then uh, start working them towards you know, uh, getting their ideas and all that. And most importantly, starting to link them with the relevant institutions which can assist uh, them to build or rebuild their businesses. Robert Ndlela, let me thank you for your time. He's the Secretary General of the Black Business Federation. Okay, we're heading towards 10.30 with Nomsam Dluli with the latest news headlines. Before we do that, maybe one WhatsApp voice note and then we'll go to Nomsa with news.